This is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley, my best friend, Derek, and returning super special guest, Jamie. Hey, guys. Hey. Hello. (laughs) Welcome, listeners, to New Release, a movie podcast with a time-traveling twist. Ashley, when the heck are we this week? Early February 1999. Will this school year ever end? Not that we're going to school, but still. What should we do for spring break? I don't know. Go to like Daytona or something? Mm. Erase. <laughs> uh, okay. Isn't that a spring break destination? Florida, yeah. Miami, Talladega? Just... Yeah. yeah. Daytona. Let's go to South Ohio. Beach? I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's Dayton. Sorry. Yeah. But we no. might be doing a little Dayton. <laughs> well. Ooh. We're going to need to burn some CDs for the trip, which brings me to this week's very exciting news bulletin. I just heard about this new program that lets you download any song or album or even an entire discography, if you want, for free. What? I know. It's pretty nuts. Pretty crazy. Oh, that's that is crazy. Tell me how is that possible? I don't understand. No, no, I don't get it. I I mean, maybe this is impossible. Maybe a TV man can explain it to us. Oh, yeah. Well, it hasn't stopped growing since. Napster users can download musical selections in an MP3 format. MP3 is what's called a variable (laughs) loss compression algorithm. Here's how it works. Napster and downloadable distribution is the biggest excitement since disco rap in the Beatles. It's like new radio. The majority of usage of the MP3 format um, is for unauthorized sound recording. Yeah, I would like a CD player, but I can't spend $16 on a CD. Napster is an evil, 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 evil place to go. Tony Romano standing by live in San Mateo with more to... Whoa! Damn. Actually, it sounds controversial. Is this legal? I don't don't know. How's Metallica going to feel about it? Yeah. (laughs) It's a thought. (laughs) Um, well, let's fucking try it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> We're not going to get all the way to Dayton, Ohio with a, without <laughs> burning the whole discography from Napster. So uh, oh, that callback is going to make sense. Um, well, Ashley, um, now that we've got our spring break plans set and our music selections on the lock, what's um, showing at the theaters this week? Sure. Let's see. Um, there's a Kevin Costner and Robin Wright Penn rom-com where they communicate by sending each other messages in a bottle. Maybe. It's kind of like you got mail, but like a lot slower. <laughs> Sold? Yeah. It's called You've Got Ocean Mail. It's actually called Message mail. in a Bottle. <laughs> Your mail's waterlogged. Anyone want to watch it? No. Oh, oh, it is. Maybe it is water a Waterworld sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the only way. To, it's the only way to send messages. Um, okay, pass on that. Anything else? Um, there's a candy colored high school comedy about the dangers of putting hard objects in your mouth. Mm. Hard. The poster, the poster positively screams nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Anything on the poster what, what to describe? The poster like? <laughs> Just a lot of people screaming. Um, so there's this girl, 90s, her legs, 90s. 90s. there's this girl with her legs in the air. And then she's immersed in a big bowl of jawbreakers thousands of jawbreakers and then there's these three beautiful not high school looking high school girls in the background yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like colors. a ball pit it's a ball pit basically a jawbreaker ball pit 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jaw ball pit. Jaw sure. pit. Job. Yeah. Uh. I think we did it. Um, <laughs> that sounds great. Let's go to the movies. Ooh. Hell yeah. At a school like Reagan High, popularity can be deadly. I heard she choked on a jawbreaker. That is so cool. I don't think we've met what with the cruel politics of high school and all. From TriStar Pictures comes the battle of the babes. It's hard. It's over, Courtney. I am petrified. Jawbreaker. Our best friend is dead. Did you have any idea what that means? That you were shooing for prom queen? Rated R in theaters February 19th. <laughs> That was yeah. good. <laughs> you who? <laughs> oh, that's that's uh, complexion defection. <laughs> well, yeah, those are the words that are coming out of our mouths following a um, jaw dropping theatrical experience. Jaw popping, um, jaw popping, dropping, um, cracking, locking. I think a lot of people in the audience were choking on popcorn or walking out to um <laughs> in disgust or just kind of like the, the i feel like the range of reactions um to this movie at the pretty packed screening that we went to were all over the place this movie is like a roller coaster of emotions so what did y'all think man we're just you know we're still processing we just we just came out well, I fucking loved it. I fucking <laughs> yeah. loved it too. Mm-hmm. And I just oh, really wish the movie dang. was longer. It ended and I was like, oh, like I could it's I could, so short. It's so short. Yeah. Um well, yeah. I just love the whole is, thing. This is a full like 20 minutes shorter than Blast from the Past. But time is relative. Um Blast from the Past felt like it took 35 years yeah. to unfold. <laughs> and this was over in a flash, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 What I'm do you with think, you. Drew? Yeah. So you thought it was badass? I mean, yeah, I um, I was super excited to be able to go back in time and see it in mm-hmm. theaters because I missed it originally. If, um, you know, Heather's is one of my all time favorite movies, all the teen movies we've been watching for all their flaws. Um, and this movie might have a few um, is just <laughs> sure. my favorite. If I'm um, one of my favorite genres and this this movie is like um fits right there in the spectrum between Heather's and Mean Girls, you know, like, but it's an R-rated movie and I appreciated the more hardcore language. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what did y'all think about just like within the first three minutes, they've killed their best friend and now like the movie is just going for it. Quite an Am- opening. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. it, I was instantly, or not instantly, but within the few first, First few minutes totally sold me the movie. I'm sitting yeah. down. I'm actually going to go buy, have somebody buy me popcorn and bring it back. Yeah. And I'm not missing a minute of this movie and I'm watching the rest of it. Which is really unusual for you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you have to yeah. pee all the time. So. You didn't yeah. fall asleep. Well, I, you didn't I, I, leave <laughs> mysteriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. A taut hour and 26 minutes. Um, and just like they somehow managed to squeeze uh we're going to be talking um for our notorious rank the blank segment later about uh slow-mo struts and catwalks but i think they managed to squeeze four of them into this this uh abbreviated runtime so the first two are within the first like 45 seconds yep. of yeah. the movie <laughs> exactly <laughs> which is amazing like it what opens a move. with one yeah. <laughs> it's a power move and i love it yeah 
Yeah, I mean, the, the cast is incredible. Um, Rose McGowan, uh, Rebecca Gayhart, Julie Benz from the, the Buffy universe. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, um, we need a like Frankenstein style makeover scene, the makeover yes. scene to, to rule them all. I think I picked this way back in the Pretty Woman episode for my makeover, but now re-seeing it in the context of the movie, it's just, it actually reminded me of... Um, Oh gosh, what was that like? Oh, of Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because of like it's in this weird uh fantasy factory. It's it's definitely a complete like surreal dream sequence. Um and it it yeah. also cuts to Liz, the birthday girl's autopsy thing too, doesn't it? Yeah. Do they like shoot back and forth between kind of the prep Yeah, she's of like in a body? casket. Yeah. <laughs> And then it's just it's cool. Some <laughs> of the like best a floating jawbreaker too. Yeah. Some like of the, the best transitions. Floating. Yeah, for sure. So this is an all timer. Yeah, Derek and I's one of our favorite movie mm-hmm. tropes is, um, and we might have even like Stranger Things leans hard into this. Like you'll and and there's a famous one from uh, me, myself, and Irene where they're getting soft serve ice cream and it transitions from the ice cream to um, a curly poop in the front yard. <laughs> um, but the, this movie does um, is take like, it piles a um, a very like cheesy wipe uh, on top of a sound effect almost yeah, like every a, time. Like a gun ricochet sound like. Ba-ching! Yeah. <laughs> and then it just, it swipes and then you're in a new scene. Yeah. And we were going to save this for, for later, but since we have our um, movie shots, drinking club rules, queen, as a guest on this episode and it ties into one of the rules uh jamie are you ready to reveal this week's um drinking rules and the full title that i probably butchered movie shots club shots 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 everybody (laughs) oh wait Uh, (laughs) so for jawbreaker there are three rules number one is Dramatic hallway scenes. Oh, or pauses. Yeah, that took me a second. <laughs> Very dramatic. Uh, um, yeah, dramatic hallway scenes. All the slow motion walking. Their big like group scenes where no one is moving and passed out on the floor when they hear that Liz is dead. So anything that dramatically happens in a hallway, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two okay. is the uh, cheesy sound effects. Yep. And that is connected to a lot of times the transition wipes, but also there are just some really weird, random, like, boy, slurping noises. Like it's super bizarre. <laughs> so any really weird, cheesy sound effect, that is a drink. And then okay. the uh, third rule is uh, campy, outrageous outfits, which yes. this which... movie is just chocolate. I guess you're going to black out. Yeah, <laughs> a fashion delight. Like it's a, it's a real, a lot of looks in this, a lot of looks. Mm-hmm. It's a real pa-ching, pa-tong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boy, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Three rules. I mean, we, and, and I forgot we had already hit on two of them. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, obviously, the shout out rule, if that needs to be discussed again. Anytime a movie says its movie title in it, you drink. So Jawbreaker is said many a time as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Pam- you for reminding our audience that absolutely mm-hmm. needs to be brought up every time we talk about these rules. Shout out. 
But yeah, let's talk. I mean, so let's talk about the inciting incident. We brushed over it, but what happens um, when you are trying to show your friend a good time for their birthday? How does this movie kick off? Here's my first hot take. That is not a good birthday (laughs) surprise. (laughs) Do we not say what they do? Yeah. Yeah, What's the basic setup for the movie? So the three girls dress up in all black and wear masks and kidnap their friend and like hog tie her, put a jawbreaker down her throat, duct tape her mouth and put her in the back of a trunk of a car. And their defense, they put a jawbreaker in her mouth and, and, you know, they, they hit a they hit a speed bump or something and and that lodges it in her throat unfortunately yeah it wasn't the duct tape that kept it in her fucking mouth or anything no yeah no well, yeah yeah she couldn't spit it I out I wish so they 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 allude with the um the crucial Chekhov's uh talking card in the movie that like they did something pretty fucked up the year before as yeah. well mm-hmm. um I'm not having fun or something like what are you the card doing says me? yeah what are you doing to me um and then the card, of course, is secretly taping Rose McGowan's um, confession, which Carrie style they'll play at the the prom later. But um, but yeah, they uh, yeah they're fucked have up a tradition on their their birthdays. I mean, exactly. they're, they're girlfriends. That's what what happens, right, gals? That's what girls do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> My birthday's well, coming up, so I hope. Uh, okay. Drew, Drew, James, and I are gonna show up. And we're just gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think <laughs> happy back. birthday. Oh my gosh. You had 35. Well, we have a, so that's what they would we do. We have a big week like of birthdays. Shitty. So happy birthday, James. Thank you yeah. for joining us on your birthday despite this being is in a trunk. This is your legitimate the- birthday? Yesterday was my birthday when we watched happy it. Happy motherfucking birthday, birthday <laughs> to you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So that was a, a appropriate birthday viewing yeah, in next year, our friend. Our friend who we haven't mentioned in a while because now we're watching movies from modern day. Um, Oliver's birthday is coming up. Oh, so maybe we should. Do you think he would be into this kind of uh, best friend play, Derek? Oh, no, but we should do it still. Light yeah. his house on fire. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are getting real dark. I love I do have a fog machine. We could fake like we could make him think his house is on fire. Oh, Ooh, fake God. a fire in like a bush or something. Yeah. I, James, Fun. Uh, this can only go well, I think. Yeah. So yeah, I'm in. Let's go. I'm scared yeah. already. Well, well I mean, it's it. just what friends do. So they um exactly these are these girls aren't like the the way they contrast the three is Rose McGowan, um, Courtney is the queen bee. Um Julie Benz, uh, Marcy is like the follower, which her dad points out to her. Mm-hmm. And then uh Rebecca Gayhart, Julie Freeman. Uh, Freeman, interesting last name there, chooses to like once they are creating this crazy plot to frame a sexual predator for killing um, their friend, she like disowns, she leaves the the girl group and gets replaced by the nerdiest girl in school, uh, appropriately named Fern Mayo, uh, <laughs> played by Judy Greer in a crazy I guess a Carrie style wig. Um, And then she gets the makeover of an absolute lifetime, which we, we talked about a little bit. So what did y'all think of like the dynamics between the mean girls in the movie? James. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it's super interesting. Like, 
you have to play into all of these kind of archetypes, right? And I think it's, uh, they did it well. It's very over the top and dramatic it's very yes it's very over the top and the dialogue is so sharp and like written almost shakespearean style like there are these long monologues that are full of like quippy quippy lines and uh sharp cutting you know edges they're really good and i think it's interesting just the juxtaposition of all of the characters against each other and i always always like when they have the makeover scene and then that girl becomes the top queen for like a day oh yeah I always like when that happens. Oh, yeah, she gets a she Corvette. Gets a Corvette. Just, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. all. It takes six hours. with the Corvette to do that mm-hmm. purpose, probably. Ooh. Ooh. Look at you. Beds with the yeah. Corvette. Yeah. Poetry <laughs> corner a little early. Let's Sorry. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't uh, spoil your own. Your it's own not in reveal. there. It's not in there. Just oh, man. Up. Well, quickly uh, add it. So <laughs> she... Yeah, I mean, she rises through the ranks immediately. Nobody at school, including her teachers, recognize um, Fern until somebody puts up posters and says, who is Violet? And with Fern's name, with Fern's picture on it. So apparently that's that's all the that's all it took. Uh, But really, it's like as soon as she starts to threaten Courtney's power, Courtney has to take her down a notch and. I don't know who uh, to compare this movie to Heather's like um, Winona Ryder's character in that movie is the one that gets caught up with the three other Heathers and their and their queen be uh, mean girl group. In this movie, it's like Julie leaves and Judy um, and Fern like replaces her. So it's kind of there's a couple characters that have a moral compass. Um, Fern flip flops back and forth. Uh, but like for the most part, Rose McCowan is just pure evil, yeah. uh, which is interesting. Like she's a she's a great villain mm-hmm. uh, because she's as soon as they do this thing, which was an accident, admittedly, th- we have no real we, context or understanding of what she has been capable of previous to this. Like mm-hmm. that we don't allude know. to being really jealous of Liz. Oh, so you're you're implying that. That I think she did it on purpose. Oh, wow. the jawbreaker mm. was definitely intentional. I think she you mean the kill her. I think yes. she wanted to kill her. What? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's that's a that's a not how I read it, Jamie. Mm-hmm. You think it was an, a murder <laughs> plot? Um, not on purpose, purpose, but subconsciously maybe Rose McGowan Courtney like she, knew that perhaps she was a smart lady, like she couldn't have thought that shoving a giant jawbreaker and then duct taping it in was <laughs> a good idea in terms of safety i mean y'all based y'all might be onto of, something yeah. of the um it sounds like ash and i are kind of on the same track here the the fact that there was that card that was recording her voice right and she was you know intent you know saying some in- interesting things about killing people i yeah. think that <laughs> So in the very beginning, they were like, uh, so she's dead after like five minutes. And then one of the friends is like, oh, so you have a chance at prom queen now. And right. Like, oh, it's too soon. Don't be so disgusting. LOL. Laughter, I laughter, laughter. Think, yeah, I think that that like I, I think it was intentionally a murder. 
Yeah, from, I mean, from based the on the card too, you're right. Like it's a classic escalation, right? For mm-hmm. for killers. She's a little murderer. Yeah. It is killers like that. I'm scared. Killers. It is maybe more interesting if to look at her as a, a budding psychopath where she's sure, sure. she has motive, which is, you know, um, this other girl is like pure and innocent. They keep calling her the teen dream. And, you know, for all of Rose McGowan's popularity, uh, people probably like resent her or she has enemies, clearly, whereas this other girl is a threat to her. Uh, so she has motive for taking her out and, and yeah, it, the, the reason, the biggest clue is perhaps just how cool she is under pressure. I mean, we have like the, the other friends that goes along with everything. She's just seems like oblivious to the seriousness. She'll vacillate from being like really concerned and almost crying to just laughing about something. So she's just kind of flighty and oblivious. Whereas Rose McGowan's character fully comprehends what they've done, but her instincts are, how can we cover this up at the expense of whoever gets harmed along the way? Poor Marilyn Manson. Just kidding. Um, oh my gosh. He Oof. definitely had it coming both in real life and with this look and mustache in this movie. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, she frames her then real life boyfriend as the sexual uh, raper basically. And, um, to, and for them to get away with a crime, right. That's how that goes down. Yeah. And the scene, like she's having sex with Marilyn Manson on top of the bed while her dead friend is underneath the bed. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. 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 Well, let's talk. I mean, let's talk about how dark this movie gets. There was like, apparently things cut from the movie that would have rated it NC 17. Uh, right. Ashley. Yeah, there was a sex scene with Marion Manson that would have made so that scene. I'm sure. So I would assume. So they just cut. So they had like a second of it. I imagine it was like a whole thing, and they probably had it. I'm gonna imagine they had it like zoomed out, and they had her like under the bed, and like they're just fooling having sex for like. Yeah, long. it Ugh. it's almost that seems almost so quick that it is every apparently everyone understood what they were doing, and they explain it in the next scene. But I almost like in the moment. Wasn't it. it wasn't completely clear, yeah, that they were actually in her room. And I bet they cut that scene down so much that it lost a little bit of uh explanatory Con- Con- value in the story. Julie, yeah. Julie immediately leaping to that after no like no wind up in the police station, too, is like, oh, so she knows Courtney. Like Courtney is clearly a yeah, stone cold evil smart fox evil villain lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she's in her friends again. Like, there's the one friend who just is oblivious to all of her flaws, and then but Julie was the one with the conscience that was caught up in the the excitement of being popular, and and I think it's implied like a lot of these movies. She, her, and Fern have a a friendship that mm-hmm. predates this movie, but apparent, but they probably you know, lost touch when Julie became popular and Fern yeah. during, was left yes. behind. Yeah. During yeah. Fern's opening monologue too, doesn't she maybe say something about when she's talking about all of the girls, she says Julie was like cursed with her face and yeah. that's why she's like, <laughs> yep. That's why they kind of grew apart because mm-hmm. she's so beautiful. Cause she's too pretty. Which is fair. Yeah. She's, she's very she's beautiful. Very pretty, yeah. Like at a certain point when you're beautiful, you are popular. And you yeah. get murdered. Yep. And you might die. Yeah. yeah. Well, but the uh, heavy is the head. 
<laughs> that wears <laughs> that wears a shitload of um of like uh stuff and crop tops uh, and well let's, like let's talk about the fashion come on girls sir sure. let's go i love I it, it. yeah so, dude <laughs> the colors and, were amazing like well, what were the styles of their tops like it was ridiculous it's just a crop top halter with a little cardigan yep. midriff mm-hmm. thing and short a lot of and... like sexy librarian looks like i yeah like my, my favorite look was rose mcgowan's top that was like crossed and then it went to like her skin and you're like wait like beige at the top and it went and just like clearly like, there's her boobs like just skin well <laughs> i was con- that, that that was a really like um it allowed me to fashion explain um, you're one of the girls mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah tell us it, i think the way i the way i saw it is and i think this is what you were saying is like there was exposed skin at the very top and then there was just a nude color like uh diamond pattern straight down her it was front. the other way around good job <laughs> so you're saying there was no fabric so was, in between there was fabric in the middle? at the top to hold it but in the middle it was bare uh, okay yeah i thought it was the other way around but either way it looks it gave the illusion of just like just diamond shaped cutouts going yeah. all the way down straight down her 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 uh mm-hmm. front side front yeah and torso. The, <laughs> the producer said that they didn't want i think it was a producer said that the only requirement for the clothing was that there was no black so if you notice like all their outfits mm-hmm. there's no black at all interesting ah, that makes yeah. jamie's rule all the more appropriate <laughs> yeah, dramatic it was colors clue- it was like <laughs> it was like slutty clueless <laughs> it, it was interesting one of them wore green i mean in the beginning of the film it was like very sharp green colors very sharp blue colors very sharp pink yeah we didn't really get the 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 first fourth girls colors right the first oh, she, oh. the first she was, wearing, she was wearing light blue in that like um Liz Jacqueline the girl Kennedy. who dies yeah the girl yeah, who dies she was like, wearing, like we... a light blue Jacqueline Kennedy esque outfit All right. well you should have worn a brighter color girl <laughs> she's pure she's, oh, she's purr like yeah. I think you mean to say yeah. oh so so yep I Her name is Liz Purr. Purr. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's the cat's meow. Yeah. Not pajamas. My, my favorite <laughs> part, if we want to do this, is when they're interrogating Fern. When Pam Greer is interrogating Fern's character. Oh, no. And she asks her, like, what is your relationship to Liz or whatever? And she was like, well, uh, I just stared at the I back knew of her. her fucking head. Play and- that clip, yeah. Derek. <laughs> She oh. has these like birthmarks or these freckles on the back of her neck, and they do this like uh, constellation effect, uh, uh, cinematic effect where it's oh, Burns describing well, all the you, different like visuals she saw in her birthmarks. It, it, and you also it's see really crazy. You also see the birthmarks, but then on in film, it then shows like a constellation that. Yeah, that's what he makes... just said, Derek. Well, you know what? I'm YouTubing at the same time that I'm talking. <laughs> but there's like a salmon swimming and there's like yeah. all this crazy, a donkey or something. I don't know. It's, it's the most bonkers like, like different movie. Like, yeah. That yeah, tiny scene is like from who killed Roger Rabbit or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, like it's so random. Well, and it's not subtle about the fact that Fern is gay or bisexual and in love with Liz. I mean, energy in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because there's a there's one scene where they ask her, uh, Rose and the uh, and uh, the other friend are talking about what they like in guys, and of course, they just cut her off because they're they're bitchy. But like, they also cut her off because we're probably meant to 
understand that she doesn't really have a strong opinion in, in, in guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Talking thought, about bitchy, we got to bring it back to that later. Because there was a license plate that pretty much summed it up. Well, inner oh, t-shirt. yeah. Is that on the Corvette? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Inner t-shirt said bitch. Bitch. Yeah. Did they all yeah, have a themed color? So Ern had to be pink. Yeah, hers was pink, and then I didn't know if there was like a green and a blue. Or they- there, there is. So, okay. So I, I characters' names I'm horrible with. The girl that finally turned around and like turned all the girls in. Julie. That's Julie. Wore yeah. a blue top. Then the the main murderer where is wearing like pur- purple. Yeah. And then the short-haired blonde is wearing green. And pink. No, the other short-haired blonde is pink. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Violet yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not the violet, natural, the natural yeah, blonde. So, th- so that was what I really loved about it was that these mm-hmm. characters, it's kind of like Scooby-Doo where, you know, Shaggy always wears a green top with brown pants. It was kind of mm-hmm. like that, but in, you know. Beautiful ladies. Yeah. 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 Was, yeah. yeah, very cool. I thought... I mean, like like Jamie mentioned earlier, everything in the movie was so heightened and exaggerated. Yeah. And like a lot of these movies we've seen, that's why you don't really need a not another teen movie to come around in a, in a couple years. But it's still fun, I guess, to make fun of all the tropes. But these movies are full, fully aware of what they're making. They're making fun of themselves. They're making fun of other mm-hmm. movies at the same time. You know, I mean, Heather's did it in 89 and this 10 years later is doing it for a new generation. Well, and thank God this one did it in the right way. Like, this has been the best film of 1999. Oh, OK. Oh, we'll get to you. that next week. But now <laughs> your cards are on the table. Um, oh, let's wrap this. Let's let's wrap this story up. Um, who does it get? Does uh, everyone live happily ever after? Ashley? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they do. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they all go to prom, and it's wonderful and so much fun. And then they all get knocked um, up, and they have babies. A, a theater guy plays the card that is the is Courtney's confession, while she's supposed to be giving her like prom queen winning speech. He hot wires the card. Yeah, into he the, hot wires it. Like, there's got to be a better way. Um, Hold it up to the microphone. Yeah, like, I, was I like, don't I don't understand yeah. why you have to bring in like fire tools. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, I know. I didn't even think about that, James. Yeah, it's like so absurd. Just put it up to the fucking microphone. Come just on. Just to eat up some time, essentially. Like, yeah, so make funny. it more like dramatic. Yeah. And yeah. So that happened, and then everyone's like, "You bitch! Like, fuck you! You killed her!" Da 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 da. And then she gets off stage, and they have and everyone's throwing corsa- corsages at her like very aggressively. <laughs> and then it turns into this like slow, which I love the ending. Like, you know, this like, is another so slow mo cool. walking scene. It's not in a hallway, but everyone yeah, parts and forms, yeah. so it is. Full and she's just like circle. almost like gliding across like the audience or like the prom. And then they're just like pummeling her with corsages and her makeup's being all destroyed. She's crying. Lets her hair down, whips it around. Yeah, it's it's, awful. It was, yeah, it was so. And then the movie ends. You're like, oh. Yeah. It ends by them taking yearbook photos of her. Oh, yeah. And then putting them in the yearbook. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot. We didn't play any clips, Eric. Anything you want to play? Um, Yeah, sure. Oh, I didn't put any in there. That's why we didn't play. Uh, um, 
yeah sure. but that's good we've <laughs> we've just been so caught up in the conversation that the conversation um, I, is is great uh i don't think we need any clips we, i think we've ex- even... explained the pew pew pews and the yeah oh yeah you're oh. Na- we're nailing it yeah even oh. with uh courtney getting caught finally and hopefully someone called the police who knows um i bet you anything she gets out of any bad damage like i like thinking about that future for her where she mm-hmm. just gets a really expensive like attorney she plays the victim and it was an accident and then she goes on and lives her life and becomes like the head of a pr firm and just yeah. is, like living <laughs> her best evil life but she's haunted <sighs> by this one yearbook picture of her and it like consumes her every night she drinks a like a dry martini mm. and i love the jamie goodness. epilogues yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. And thank yeah, God I, I it wasn't like an end of the movie where it's like, so who is this person now? <laughs> Ashley loves that. I know, <laughs> dude. I mean, it's fine in the right the right moments. I mean, I think there should be a drawbreakers too. I mean, we'll probably maybe we'll get to that too. Ooh, that'd yeah. be really cool. N- new release uh, or old news or new new baby release? Baby junior release. <laughs> new baby breakers. Okay, well, um, we're gonna give our final thoughts on jawbreakers. <laughs> jawbreaker in a little while um after we after the dust has settled but let's take a little um journey around to the drama department into the theater um auditions are closed for the day for ashley to do her dramatic poetry reading okay get ready guys this is a doozy all right (laughs) and juggle some art sacks while you're while you're reading it okay (laughs) Uh, Courtney, Marcy, Julie, and Liz were the queens of the school. With incredible fashion, foul mouths, and a lack of public eating, they were oh so cool. (laughs) On Liz's birthday, the girls decided to kidnap her and put her body in the trunk of a car. LOL. But when they got to their their breakfast spot, they noticed she didn't let out a a yell. That's because she choked on a fucking jawbreaker, thanks to Courtney. (laughs) Now what are they going to do with the fucking body? Ah, I know, I know. (laughs) Pretend that the girl was a sexual freak and choked on the jawbreaker during another kinky session last week. Jeez. But before we get to that, we must include Fern Mayo, basically Carrie. She's quiet and homely, very odd, and someone a popular kid wouldn't marry. She offers to take Liz's books to her after her mom tells the school she's sick, but she ends up finding Liz's body with the other girls. Don't worry, Courtney is evil and slick. She offers to give Fern a Fern popularity by giving her the ultimate makeover and renamed her Violet. No longer is she the teacher's pet. Which works for a while until until Violet starts to become the number one girl in class, and Courtney can't hand can't have that. So she reveals her true identity as the hold the mayo with too much sass. <laughs> now, Julie Bad Girl Gone Good teams with Mayo for ultimate girl group betrayo. <laughs> Danny Trejo. <laughs> with a cop, with a cop, not so hot on Courtney's murderous tale. It's up to Julie to use her brains to make the good prevail. She luckily finds a card with Court's voice revealing her murderous shit. I killed Liz. I killed the teen dream. Deal with it. Her confession is played over her winning prom queen speech. Now time for everyone to hate her and throw corsages at her because that's within reach. Courtney probably <laughs> just gets a slap on the wrist and makes all the money that fills with her fists. There you go. That's with Jamie's future. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, thanks. thanks. Wonderful. Guys. I really like that. Was that, great. that was yeah, really that was good. great. That was really good. I really dug that too. <laughs> all the all the mayo. Betrayal. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> okay. Well, um, that's it for the first part of our discussion of Jawbreaker. 
time for us to move on to everyone's most requested delicious segment of the week, Frank the Blank. And this week, we have an incredible sponsor, um, someone who has touched many lives throughout the years. And um, despite the fact that in the present day, they have passed away, the um, network that they work for has managed to reach out for us for the sponsorship opportunity. Derek, if you need to disclaim, by all means, but play our sponsors ad, please. Miss Cleo's commercial is not a sponsor of New Release Radio, but we do have all the positive energy that would bring Miss Cleo's soul to be a sponsor. So she's a soul sponsor. Mm. Don't you really want to know? Okay, I was wondering who the father of my baby was. All right, let's take a look. The Miss Cleo DNA test. I'm solely searching for the father of your baby. (laughs) Oh, it's the one that's very unpleasant, okay? Okay. Um, And he's also the one that had another girlfriend while he was sleeping with you. Yes, he did. Yep, that's him. That's the daddy. (laughs) <laughs> She's okay. so sarcastic with the answers. But you knew that. I wasn't sure. I don't know how. The baby looks just like him. Ooh. <laughs> yes, he does. Ooh. Yeah, so... Fuck. Oh, man. Yeah, I thank Goldberg. you. Yeah, the little ghost tie-in. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Miss Cleo and the Psychic Readers Network. How many times and how much money have y'all spent on Miss Cleo or other 900 numbers throughout the years? Zero dollars. That seems like a lie. Anyone else? <laughs> Everyone's dialed at least once, you know? I never did. Did well, you? Or are you just no, saying that to be cool? But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I, th- I think I probably dialed like um, the 900 numbers in video game magazines to get like cheat codes, cheat codes or something. Yeah. yeah, I think that was. What? 1-800-COLLECT, was that something? That was just to make collect <laughs> calls, right? But do you guys remember what? when the you guy, in jail? there was that commercial where the guy was in the hospital and he was saying that he had a baby, but he didn't want to pay the money for it. So he was like, oh yeah, this is a call for Bob had a baby eats a boy. Oh, I do remember that. Had a baby eats a boy. Yeah, I do. Like, you have to say it really fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I say that in my head like once a week, which I think might be crazy. <laughs> wow. I let's get about that commercial. <laughs> let's get AT&T on the line and, and have them sponsor a yeah. future. There you go. Rank the bank. Rank, rank the rank the bank. Rank the bank. Rank the bank. Give us money. It's a boy. It it's in. a eats a no. pizza. Eats a pizza. <laughs> so rank the bank or blank is where we pick a topic inspired by the week's movie and rank our personal favorites this week's topic of course candy. is favorite candies sweets no. yeah um it's actually something even better slow mo catwalks and um because we're not sexist catwalks can include men women uh any gender any sexuality anybody any, an- any animal trees trees sure trees. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know where I know Lord, where James Lord, of the, Lord of the Rings <laughs> trees. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, 
it's as long as you have sick music you're turning heads and um mm. you may be walking down a hallway or a sidewalk it doesn't matter as long as you're strutting your stuff so that's our topic this week ashley you have some examples for us of ones we did not pick sure we have the infamous mean girls featuring missy the princess is here elliot if anyone remembers that um, James Knight, <laughs> the sorority, the whole entire sorority in House Bunny. You have Emma Stone and that oh, yeah. Easy A get up. Easy um, A, baby. Sandy B okay. and Miss Congeniality and Zach Efron and High School Musical. Just Ooh. a couple. There's a lot of good slow mo catwalks. I walked. A, I watched a lot today. You walked a lot yeah. today. I walked a lot to watch a lot. <laughs> you have to walk the walk the talk. Walk the talk. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. So, um, dig, of course, dig. we have. Um, oh, um, on Instagram, Instagram, you can find us, find at, us at New Release. New release. <laughs> oh, no. At New Release Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for that assist. For that assist. <laughs> Ashley. Did we get any did responses we get this week? This week. <laughs> No, because I forgot to ask. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that's why it's in the notes. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I'm just I so just... glad that I heard. Listen to James laugh. That just makes my day. All right. So much build up. I so saw good. your note. I just wanted this to shame you. you. Yeah, that's fine. Thanks. Yeah. Well, our Instagram is going to be popping with all the insane fashion from this movie. So oh, yeah. follow us on whatever Derek said uh, while I was saying it as well. At New um, Release Podcast. Drew, yeah. keep talking. It's really At easy to find New us. New Release Podcast. Just keep yeah. talking. Gosh. <laughs> um, At New all right. Podcast. <laughs> we should mention that this was a midnight screening of the movie. And so, you know, it's like 2 or 3 a.m. in the morning uh 1999 so things are things are getting a, a little loopy and that's Time what line. we're all here for huh. so like let's start the final round is that okay Derek um let's do it okay so our nominees are jawbreaker so no less than four in five maybe five if you count the final prom scene of dramatic slow-mo catwalks struts whatever you want to call them, but there is like, if you're going on volume and um, diversity of different types of walks in one movie, this one is going to be hard to beat. So uh, Jawbreaker is our nominee from the movie. Obviously it is the movie. James, what is your nominee? Um, I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, thinking outside the box and the plan. Yeah. Nice. Which, which part has a when slow catwalk? They are getting ready to uh, embark on their plan to defeat the bad guy. And they're in the spaceship and Cherry Bomb is playing in the background, which is a great song. Yeah. And they are like slow motion joining each other, walking the down the spaceship. And then it looks, they all look really cool for a second. And then like Rocket the raccoon man like adjusts his crotch and then they all start <laughs> yawning and like kind of slow motion scratching themselves. It's just very funny. It's a very funny play on the, the walking in slow motion trip. I remember this now. I like that, that. Excellent. Actually, that's really good. And that's why you said trees. Good. Good little teaser there. Cause of group, you know, you guys trees, remember him? Trees, group? That's a good tree. The guy who's group. <laughs> he is so group. cute. 
Thank, nice one, Derek. Um, Ashley, what's your choice? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't go with walking trees or foxes or anything like that. Just humans, but still. Um, are they yeah. humans or are they? Woof, woof. Oh my okay. God. Or are they? Was that a bark? That was pretty yeah. bad. Um, so I went with Mr. Brown, Mr. Blonde, Mr. Pink, Mr. Orange, and Mr. White Reservoir Dogs. It's it's amazing. It's like it's like a minute and a half long of them just slow motion walking down the street passing a cool car they just look like they look just effortlessly cool it's a walt disney film right yeah please let your kids watch it so (laughs) this week is actually the 30th anniversary of reservoir dogs a nice topical um, reference there yeah came out (laughs) it premiered at sundance and it sort of in outside of the high school context it definitely introduced this or like it was the iconic moment from this movie having a group of people walking in slow-mo to cool music it's hard to kind of really give any other movie more credit for popularizing it than this so winner winner yeah do we need the rest of them yeah yeah i think we do um i'm (laughs) I'm going with something more conventional in a sense um also animal related a little bit yep so my favorite movie of all time also a high school movie also a movie about the special bond that exists between siblings very similar to ashley and i's relationship is the um movie ginger snaps where uh ginger gets bitten by a werewolf and um it coincides with uh her having her period for the first time and becoming a woman and just all the crazy things that that we go through during um puberty that we, go and we do go through them yep. together yeah. <laughs> together yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a journey um but so like the whole movie is a metaphor for like what that transition is like but she at the same time is literally transitioning into a werewolf and then seeing here a very hot werewolf who's got like silver streaks in her hair. Her, um, her, her like body is changing in different ways and she's owning it as yeah. she walks she down the hallway. Fucking confident. Yeah. After music period. I mean, after becoming a werewolf. Yeah. Oh, well, and it's a sexual, one of, one of it's a same. sexual awakening. Um, I mean, she's like having literal hunger for people and she's going to consume men. Um, a little Jennifer Bodies esque, which came mm-hmm. later, of course. So, yeah, Ginger Snaps, my favorite movie. Her walking down the hallway, everyone, they were outcasts. The um, the sisters in the movie, and now all of a sudden, she's attracting the attention of everyone in the school. So, cool, that's, that's awesome, man. So, my choice is <laughs> Carrie's slow motion bloodbath related. <laughs> To also related animals, pig spud. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. she's not walking per se, but it is in slow motion. She, I'm sure, if you did it slow motion, she did two steps and she's in bounds. You know, I mean, like all week, like every week, Derek finds a way to. I wouldn't say to bend lose. the rules, just ignore them. <laughs> um, yeah, into lose. <laughs> I've won three oh. times over ninety six episodes. <laughs> yeah, we need to do a count on um, what episode Wait. number are we on. I'll I'll look that up. Um, okay, well these are great these are great options. Carrie is a good choice because of how influential it is on the movie we watched. 
and um, Ashley and Jamie both kind of thought outside the box. So good for y'all. Ashley, where do you want to start with ranking these suckers, if you know what I mean? Uh, Derek's last. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good start. Ranking Always a safe jaw breakers. Yeah. Candies. Candy treats. Uh, we were on our, episode our 95, candies. by the way, guys. Ooh, awesome. yeah. nice. Good job, guys. Um, I would put... I would put Gary last because it's not really walking. I just, you know, sorry. That's a, that's... No, that's okay. Yeah, there was one uh-huh. rule and it was walking. <laughs> then, well, Solo she was in there too. Steps. 50%. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jawbreakers is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like how creative Guardians of the Galaxy is. I mean, obviously, I'm going to put Reservoir Dogs as number one, but. <laughs> yeah, so, I think if we're taking uh, it I'm out. I'm unbiased yeah. because now I'm, I'm last place. Ginger Snaps mm-hmm. is amazing. It is pretty Reservoir good. Reservoir yeah. Dogs is amazing. And Guardians of the Galaxy, now that I can think about it, is amazing and funny. Reservoir Dogs Dwag- <laughs> and uh, Ginger Snaps are a li- little bit more darker. So I think you you all take it from here. A little bit darker versus funny. Well, does Jawbreaker get credit, extra credit for more scenes? like, Or does it lose... I think like it loses value it. each time because I would say that the one thing they do, uh, Jamie very briefly mentioned this earlier, is they have that version of the scene where they've just announced on the intercom uh, Liz's death to the whole school. And I guess it's, is it Rebecca Gayhart's character that's walking down I the think, hallway? Yeah, and everyone else oh, yeah. is just like... Yeah, and all that's it, a cool scene. It's not that's in slow cool motion. Scene. She's she's walking in normal motion, but everyone oh, else well, is then why frozen. are we talking about Still, it? Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone else is frozen. So it's yeah, she well, is that's 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 another what's your favorite frozen movie? Frozen two. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Um so Jack Jawbreaker Frost. is third then. Well, where's Ginger Snaps, Ashley? I I mean Ginger Snaps is really good, but I'm wondering if that takes away do, Ginger snaps. It's such an impactful moment in the movie. Jawbreaker and Ginger Snap is kind of similar. Rank the blank. These are all high school girls. I think Ginger Snap is above Jawbreaker. So Jawbreaker, pardon my crudeness, but like blows its load a little early. (laughs) Um, Like literally, it opens with it, and then like 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 James mentioned, it does it again. Like three minutes into it is not early. Did you hear what I said when I said that Ginger Snaps is over Jawbreaker? I don't know. Okay, well, yeah, I'm agreeing. James, James, jump jump in. James, jump in. Um, In the ring, James. Tap. Well, you and and I know you love Ginger Snaps, but hate to agree with me. So I know there is. I like Ginger Snaps. Ginger Snaps is so fucking good. I mean, I love Ginger th- Snaps. This this part of the the film. So well, and I, you can so good. Choose and between your own. Today. And she's so fun. Like she's rocking it. She's killing it. Like and she is <laughs> a killer. Yeah. I'm gonna. Okay, this is what I would. Do. This is how I would rank it. Okay. I would do Reservoir Dogs, then Ginger Snaps, then Guardian, Oof. then Jawbreaker, then Carrie. Okay. Well, we need there. a tiebreaker of. Uh, Jamie, have you seen Reservoir Dogs? Like you're not a big Tarantino person. I have not seen Reservoir Dogs. Oh no. Yeah, which is wow. We're gonna strap you into a chair and we make you watch, watch it. We should just watch the slow mo right now, and we can <laughs> right now. You guys want to take a quick took break? <laughs> you know the scene. You've probably seen the scene. It, it's probably Are been they parodied. Like in like a quarry or something, or like a desert when they do They're it. They're on like a just on a street. Oh, and they're passing a local street. car, and they have these like fonts pop up with their name. 
of who they are. Oh, yeah. I do like that. It's really cool. cool. Okay, well, we're at a little bit of an impasse, but All right. it sounds like we have. Can we have someone our first has to ever can we have tie? A tie, yeah. Can we have our first ever tie? Because it sounds like Reservoir Dogs really did something for the for the movement, the slow movement. I mean, I don't <laughs> love to share, but Drew, I guess we could tie. Oh no, 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 never mind. Uh, Ginger Snaps <laughs> is second. <laughs> Where to find Guardians is third. Well, yeah. that's what I was going to ask yeah. Jamie since she could objectively choose between I Guardians mean, Gu- and Ginger Snaps. The, sorry, James. To oh no, I know Guardians is Guardians lower on is this list. Awesome for though. sure. Yeah. No, I I didn't come in expecting to win. Don't worry. Well, don't worry. I'm last. So uh, yeah, you didn't lose. Lose. <laughs> See, so. that's all that matters to me. I, I you know it, uh, just we, because I knew everyone had such great walks. Like I know the stiff competition. <sighs> Ash, take it away. It's up I to won. You. All right. But we can play both, but I think we should play both first and second since there's five entries. How about that? Nope. I like that. <laughs> no, we're not playing Drew's fucking entry. Yeah, we are. I'm sure Ginger Snaps will come up again on every episode. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so Reservoir Dogs takes it, huh? We good with that? I mean, I team? think it's... Yeah, I, I I broadened out the category to not have anything to do with high school. So I'm a little like narrow focused on Ginger Snaps being like the ideal of how I originally envisioned it and how it, it, it in like the context of Jawbreaker. But it, the way we phrased it, you Reservoir lost. Dogs, certainly. Yeah. All right. So I win iconic. the overall slow mo, but you could win. You would win the high school one. Also, yeah. you won the that. producer's heart, and I'll play yours second. Super sounds. <laughs> this is uh, Reservoir Dogs. Keeps on trucking. Yeah. Is this evoking anything for you, Jamie? This song. It is pretty cool. I mean, this is before all the shit went down, dude. Uh-huh. Well, it's, like, it's the opening of the movie, basically. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this doesn't even remind me of the film. James, if you don't remember this film, you have to rewatch it. It's so good. I like the song. Mm-hmm. I bet it's been, they haven't done it on Simpsons. Dude, I had this on DVD <laughs> from Best Buy. <laughs> Nice. Oh yeah, God, me too. dang man, it was so. It, it is still. It still holds up. Okay. All right, ginger so, time. You know what, James? If you had a clip in for gardens, I'll play it. All right, ginger snaps. Let's hear it. All right. These are also very auditory clips. Mm. Um. So. Ooh, it sounds like it sucks. It doesn't. Blockers. She's so hot. And she's turning into a werewolf with gray hair. Got like rogue hair. She's just mm-hmm. so very beautiful. This redhead woman. Mm. I'm sorry. Catherine Isabel. And that's rude. Don't listen to that woman. <laughs> yeah. This is so auditory. It's just music. 
This is like they're just like so rave. in this podcast. I get to watch all the videos and my and everybody else just gets to listen to the audio. Well, so you were going to yeah. share your 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 screen, but we we didn't do that. Oh, forgot about that part. It's like, hey. All right. Okay. Well, well, congrats, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to thank no one. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, Reservoir Dogs. Okay. Well, we can't all play right. them all. All right. That was a very um, lively <laughs> episode of Rank the Blank, sponsored by Miss Cleo. Not really. And the Psychic Creators Network, wherever you are. So um, we need we don't to have... fuck with them over Taco know, Bell. Like, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd rather fuck with Taco Bell. Yeah. yeah, we need to get um. what was our first sponsor? What was it? Uh, Tommy oh, Hilfiger? Yeah. Oh, Slinky. Yeah. just kidding. It wasn't. <laughs> oh, Slinky. OK, we and Chia Pets. I, I was I did hear back from the Chia Pet uh, Corporation and they said, stop having people lick the uh the seeds the <laughs> yeah they're all gonna turn into uh uh baby Groot so oh i'd love to turn into baby more Groot. baby groups yeah well that's what we're breeding in the new release army um, <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's get back to our feature presentation Okay, so an indeterminate amount of time has passed. Derek has had a good night's sleep, at least one or two of them. And we've been, you know, chatting up folks that are coming out of the movie theater, just, you know, casually sidling up to them, asking them what they think of the movie, hitting up our critics in the paper. Ashley, what's the buzz on uh, Jawbreaker? People hated it. What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I yeah they getting... did not like it. Um, no pretty, pretty low reviews. Um, I mean, judging by what Drew said earlier when we went to see the theater, you could tell that a lot of people didn't like it, but Arrow loved it. So people were confused by it. Yeah. I think. I mean, that's a generous way. It doesn't help that we yeah. came from 2022 back yeah. to 1990. Yeah, but it was so. Yeah, so wasn't really well received um this is sorry to cut you off but like this is the type of movie that in a stream in the streaming era would immediately find its audience but back Mm -hmm. at the time you put this into a theater it's r-rated so kids have to sneak in um or like not go and it just takes a while for it to find its audience it definitely did it would become kind of a cult movie but but yeah disappointing Mm -hmm. probably our worst reviewed uh, yeah. movie so far and, and the one that we <laughs> yeah. most loved i know yeah. um ebert had a few things to say effective because <laughs> he Just also being irreverent that. snide and nasty isn't enough not even these yeah, days jawbreaker should be called jaw this is dropper. a guy that sounds is that mean like and ebert. vicious these people are loathsome they are hateful ebert. uh they are not nice the movie isn't funny it's very unpleasant <laughs> there's nobody to root for uh what picture do these producers see that i mean besides clueless obviously uh, uh, they must have seen there's something about Mary and said, well, let's get Their really sick and, and twisted. Yeah. Or maybe it's <laughs> like Heathers, but in the, Heathers you had the these girls who were really smart and really wicked right. and were really doing things. Here you just have some inept, dumb uh, beauty queens right. who are marching around uh, worried about their hair and their clothes while somebody is dead. I found it really, oh. really smarmy. I hated this. And very what smarmy. the fuck gives them the right to talk about movies? Like they're Honestly. critics or something. 
you Ebert, now, like nowadays i'm i just traveled back to 2022 and i watched a, several 2022 films on netflix mm-hmm. sorry to burst everybody's bubble that i can travel back in time with the kissing booth three but like <laughs> how, what the fuck like how do these guys why are they famous and how do they <laughs> dictate these, these yeah i mean sorry you know <laughs> i'll pour a little bit out because you're a little bit good <laughs> but i'm not gonna pour a lot out because you're not a lot good like this is just it's sad they they miss the mark sometimes he didn't even like home alone like remember home alone was too he loved blast from the fucking past and then and then of course mm-hmm. yeah we're we're it's a bad run for ebert because yeah. we've learned i'm sorry okay if if there are spirits out there listening <laughs> yeah well him and miss cleo can can commiserate over our um blasphemy but no we've we've learned that that he doesn't have like dark twisted humor um i can't remember all the other examples of movies that he hasn't liked but he he doesn't respond well to satire it seems like yeah this is the first podcast where i'm really just disappointed by i mean this person helped make or break movies back in the day yeah oh well i mean i'm just just very disappointed that like he could help make or break a movie like this, which is way, way better than Blast from the Past. Oh, yeah. Anyway, no question. I, I'm going to stop. Um, doing the box office. Yeah. Now. Well, thanks to Ebert. So, yeah. um, <laughs> OK, got, I'm back on. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, movies like Mel Gibson's Payback just still cleaning up. Message in a bottle hanging in. Tough with 10 million. I thought it was just called number Oceans, two. Oceans letter to you. Water Waterworld spinoff. <laughs> um and then October Sky, Office Space, which unfortunately we had to skip. Um because you know you can only see so many movies. And then all the way down at number 13, coming in with 1.6 million is poor jawbreaker. So yeah, I don't know if it's That's gonna okay. It only grossed any... like it grossed only like three something million. It cost like three point nine to make or something. Oof. So it's this is this is one of those films that yeah, comes out bad. on DVD and yeah. you know teenagers yeah. find it. Mm-hmm. So, I remember stocking it in Best Buy. Anyway, yep. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I was just gonna say. So would you guys think? I mean, I, I know the answer, but new release or old news? Would you recommend it? Would you watch it again? You love it? You hate it? Love. New release. Recommend. New release. <laughs> New release. Derek? New release. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you think it should be remade or unanimous? So this it's unanimous, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is usually where Derek throws us a random curveball. He's like, actually, I hate no, it. Yeah. <laughs> this, no, this film is so awesome. Yeah. The way that it opens just are, like I said earlier, sold me. When you start a film off with a murder and then it just You're in. starts off after the credits and then goes right back into it. Awesome. There's yeah. hands down. Awesome. Well, and it happens so quickly. I mean, yeah, usually there is some kind of like opening incident that starts everything, but this was just like bang, bang. Um, yeah. or okay. Well, all joke, new releases. Joke. Sorry, Ashley, what were you, what were you getting at next? Oh, I was just gonna say, should this be remade or maybe a sequel? Sequel. Yeah. I, would, I would see a sequel for sure. I would watch a sequel as well. Yeah, yeah, I I I, I agree. Guy dies by popsicle. <laughs> well, we had I mean, I she's all know, that sorry. became he's all that. 
I don't think we need a gender reversal. We, yeah, movie. we don't need a male fucking. But maybe Fireball. Ooh. Oh my god! Lemonheads. Lemonhead. <laughs> no, it has to be Lemonhead, like Jawbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Lemonhead. Oh, I like it. Ooh, it Atomic be... Warheads. Ooh, oh, I love Warheads. And that yeah. could play Cherry Bomb, you know, theme. Yes. Um, it would be cool if in the Jawbreaker sequel, like uh, Courtney is actually the victim, but we see lots of flashbacks of her like living her best life. But then it comes that one of the other girls maybe killed her. Ooh. Okay. Okay, all right. I like it. You all listen out there, you writers that listen yeah. to our amazing podcast. <laughs> um, so how late 90s is Jawbreaker on a scale of one to ninety-nine with fashion fashion, fashion, <laughs> music, actors, tropes? This is gonna score pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. And Marilyn Manson's in it too, the cameo, and he's pretty peak nineties. Yeah, the music, like I mean him in, included. Um Right now we have She's All That at 97, really high. Mm-hmm. Uh, Varsity Blues at 91, Blast, Blast from the Past at 83. Yeah. And remember, this is not a reflection of the quality of the movie purely. That's why I have to say that because of Blast from the Past, purely mm-hmm. just a reflection of its 90s energy. So, and its late 90s big energy. 90s energy. Yeah. This movie has <laughs> very big 90s energy, it's fair to yeah. say. Um, really the only question is, is it above or below? She's all that, which is a 97 above. and Ooh, okay. Um, just because it's well. more Easy. of everything, Easy. more of everything that the outfits alone are like 70 yeah. points. Yeah. So it's I like so some... exaggerated that yes. it's mm-hmm. got to get more. Do you have a calculation for us, Derek? Is that what you're going to say? No, I was going to say I took some notes, uh, during the, the screening or the the film that we watched yeah um whatever you call it okay the outfits killer dude totally 90s um the the transition effects ridiculously stupid but awesome and that would <laughs> yeah that that's true happen in the 90s yeah 90s, you see a lot of that in like the faculty as well like oh, just yes. kind of cinematic techniques that, yeah so good <laughs> that are the music was also awesome like they chose not shitty music they and then the donnas like, which is like a 90s i love the donnas yeah yeah one what, what, and well, also, uh, jamie you, yeah just the, the pool scene where the girls girl the dead girls coming out doesn't that remind you of wild things i just had to bring oh, for oh sure. yeah <laughs> i yelled okay. that out in the theater but you know not loud enough for you to hear fortunately because um, you guys were saying it at the same time so yeah yeah <laughs> um i was gonna ask you hearts. you love she's all that and again like i think this movie kind of like when we watch cry baby or something it's mm-hmm. like it's campy and it's over the top but like she's all that is like peak earnest 90s teen movie and this one is uh peak satirizing that type of movie but also embracing it at the same time. So what do you think, Jamie, in this very scientific hierarchy that we're creating here? She's all that 97 out of 99. Jawbreaker is your uh, with Ashley and Derek. Is it higher than that? I'm leaving it up to James. I'm doing drum roll. agree that Ooh. it is higher because of the just the like you said, the exaggeration, the over the topness. I mean, by sheer volume, if you're counting it that way, like that doubles it. 
not doubles it in points, but like, you know, gives it a bump. Oops. Yeah. Gives it a bump. Gives it a bump. I think it okay. actually, because I don't want it to be like a 99 because that seems crazy. But would that make She's All That drop a little bit? Yes. In comparison? I don't think we need to. Or we like, have one or more movie left. Like a 98? I mean, yeah. so we're, yeah, wa- we're watching okay. six, five films in 1999. I don't think giving it a 99 is a horrible thing to we're do. We're not going to give it a 99 because next that will give There's us the power for... next week Yeah. to, you know, oh, gotcha. leave that slot. We don't have to give the next movie. Sorry, I've been a 99, and I've lost but we've track got, of where we're at. We've got a, a, the potential for it to, you know, to have a 97, a 98, and a 99. But we'll see next week. Okay. Um, so it gets a 98. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, so new release gift shop. So each each week we take something from the movie and we sell it for profit. Um, so much. Our, so so much. We have our new release playbook from Varsity Blues. We have some art sacks, which Jamie, I don't know if you heard this, but I thought they were like like satchels of art supplies, but they're like hacky <laughs> sacks. So very different than what I thought. They're hacky but sacks still. that you can only use for art. And then I was like, you can put paint yeah. in them and then kick them around. But you, um, you yes, also have a art. Brendan Fraser Chia Pet. So from Jawbreaker, what do we want? Do we give out Jawbreakers? I don't so, know. So, okay. So I'm just going to give my, my, I've been thinking about this. Please do. And I also got some feedback from a friend of the podcast. Ooh. She who shall not be named. Voldemort. Um, Voldemorta. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> so uh, Jawbreakers for sure, but with a, with the safety thing that comes with it that says choking hazard. Mm. So like a choking hazard. Yeah, packaging around a jawbreaker that says choking Mm -hmm. hazard. What if the packaging was edible and the the jawbreaker isn't? (laughs) So it's just a marble? It's a marble jawbreaker. That's just my idea. If you you all have anything else. I think I have a revolutionary idea that's going to change candy and our futures forever. Is it a jawbreaker with a stick in it? (laughs) <laughs> that would be wow. a, a, it's a wheel. An easier, an easier way to eat it. Not like a lollipop. Um, no, it's a jaw. It's a talking jawbreaker. So we combine the gift card idea that you can record a message onto. So you can Is have it, it in your mouth and it talks breaker? for you. Like, so you can't talk because you've got a jawbreaker so in your mouth. You're definitely going to choke. But you've recorded a message. <laughs> I hate And this so idea. it's got a microphone in it that you can wire up to any kind of PA system. <laughs> it's got a little aux cord. You can oh, Bluetooth Jesus. that shit. No. Eventually when that technology comes around. Into it. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe a jawbreaker eight ball, but a, a job break ball. Like this. <laughs> you shake it and it's like, am I going to die tonight? Oh, we could tie it into our sponsor. Yeah. So a Miss Cleo jawbreaker. It oh, okay. tells your fortune as you suck on it so the more you oh, suck no. on it the more it reveals well each layer I... have a different thing because you remember jawbreakers have the different layers per when you're like yeah like a jawbreaker oh, like fortune every layer cookie. has a new yeah every layer has a fortune it. so once yeah. you break through the layer it's like what does it say it's like you should be wary of the next layer <laughs> sure yeah keep going buy more the middle keep is just going poison. you're not gonna choke yeah, poison, yeah. Right keep going. Middle. It's not All right. poison. All right. So yeah, well, that's job. job You've reached poison. Teller. If you lick no. this, the, you're dead. The father is that one guy who looks exactly <laughs> like yeah, your your baby. Obviously. Yeah. So, so what Weird. do we call the one it? You then? don't want to be your father is the father. Um, so it's a jawbreaker, future fortune teller. 
Yeah. Jawbreaker, fortune cookie teller. Yeah. No cookie, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Fortune. All right. Jawbreaker. A fortunate break. Fortunate jawbreaker. So. Um, okay. So what are we going to watch next week that could beat Jawbreaker for the 99? Good luck. Oh, shoot. What are we going to watch? So next week, did I put, I think I did put the, the clip in for this. Next you week, did. we are watching a deeply disturbing um teen movie these are like a whole different side of teen culture than than we've seen so far the cd you know you might have thought this movie was like scandalous but it wasn't nearly uh it wasn't an erotic thriller wrapped in the most popular teen actors of the time so we'll see how this movie holds up next week before I play the clip, do you remember what the rating is? Is it rated R? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's rated R. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. So we got Jawbreaker and what we're about this. to watch next week. Everybody does it. It's just that nobody talks about it. Check your hormones at the door. Critics are calling Cruel Intentions one of the sexiest, most fun movies of the year. Why don't you make yourself more comfortable? It's sharp, witty, and wickedly funny. I'm taking a shower. Want any company? Yes! Sensational. You don't get to have all the fun. Steamy. He's telling you the truth. And 100% entertaining. I thought we should celebrate. Cruel Intentions. It's quite intriguing. Rated R. Oh, Sebastian. Did yeah. every like '90s trailer use that song in it? Like, I feel like that combination crazy. of yeah. that voice and that yeah. song is very nostalgic. Teenagers, and I'm like a 56 year old adult. <laughs> Check yeah. your hormones at the door. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh. Yeah. And that was the Christopher Christopher Walken tie-in, right? He famously did that video where he's dancing all over the walls. Fat Boy Slim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, man of many names so next week we're watching cruel intentions the final movie in our six-week period this teen movie semester oh, is about to be over and um i couldn't be more excited to see how this um strange movie holds up if you want to follow along um for that discussion and all the six weeks periods to come then subscribe to the podcast by searching new release on Spotify or Apple or anywhere else you get podcasts. Ashley. That's a murder. <laughs> also a rap. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>